The captain of the Redoubtable is on his quarterdeck. He paces back and forth. Every so often he looks into the yards and yells something to his crew. He gives orders to those below. He looks at us. We are so close I can see the whites of his eyes. He looks at me. I don't look away. Instead, I glare at him. I won't give him the satisfaction of scaring me. A cloud of smoke passes between us, ending our staring contest. When the smoke clears, he's back to giving orders. The battle rages on. The noise and confusion are incredible. With each shot, our entire ship trembles. Even up on the quarterdeck, the noise is deafening. Each time a cannon is fired, a low rumble shakes my insides. Then the smoke rises and covers the deck. With each breath, the smoke irritates my nose and throat and moistens my eyes. After our first broadside, one of our cannon would fire every few seconds. As the battle goes on, our rate of fire slows. Now we fire maybe once every ten seconds. On our quarterdeck, the admiral and captain pace back and forth across the quarterdeck, side by side, watching and discussing the battle. I follow them. They discuss how the battle is going and what needs to be done. Luckily, I follow them just to their side instead of behind them. It's lucky because a cannonball from the Redoubtable comes very close to us. It first hits the bore brace bits on the quarterdeck and then passes just between Admiral Nelson and Captain Hardy. They are both hit by splinters. Captain Hardy's shoe buckle is blown off, knocking him to the ground. He scrambles back to his feet. Admiral Nelson and Captain Hardy look each other over, checking for any mortal wounds. Other than Captain Hardy's bruised foot, they are both fine. If I had been behind them, I would have been injured or killed. Because I was beside them, I'm totally fine. Admiral Nelson smiles and says, This is too warm work, Hardy, to last long. Captain Hardy smiles and replies, Aye, it is. Admiral Nelson looks at the Temeraire on the far side of the Redoubtable, and then turns to me. David, go first to the forward and aft magazines and give the order to reduce the charge for all starboard guns so as not to fire completely through the Redoubtable and damage the Temeraire. Then relay the order to the commander of each gun deck. Again, I bound down the stairs. This time I've got to go all the way down to the Orlop deck. The magazines are under the water line to protect them from enemy fire. Powder monkeys are running in and out of a small room just outside the magazine. A piece of fabric called Fear Knot covers the entrance to the small room. It looks like wool. Every so often, someone throws a bucket of water on the curtain, keeping it drenched in water. The idea is to prevent any static electricity passing into the magazine and causing a spark and then an explosion. I pass through the Fear Knot, entering the small room. The room is dark. The only light is coming from a lantern placed on the opposite side of a thick piece of glass. The powder monkeys are grabbing sealed bags of powder through a small hole in the wall. As soon as they get their bag of powder, off they run through the fear knot and back to their guns. The hole in the wall is about my chest height. In the darkness, on the other side of the hole, I can just make out several people working in the magazine itself. I lean down to the hole and yell, Admiral's orders! Reduce the powder charge of all starboard guns so as not to damage the Temeraire! This room is busy people moving in and out, powder monkeys yelling through the small hole. Compared to the gun decks, though, this place is the quietest place on the ship. The sound of cannon fire is muffled. It feels safe here, like we're in a cocoon. It's funny it feels so safe. This is probably one of the most dangerous places on the ship.